Welcome to the midweek Mission Ridge podcast known as Footnotes. Footnotes is here to give you some of the stuff that we didn't have time to cover in the sermon and encourage you to dig in deeper as you study the text. So let's dive in and check out what's in the footnotes. Welcome to another episode of Footnotes. Glad to have you with us this week on the podcast. Jennifer Bartlett. Hi, guys. Robbie Croyle. Hello. And myself, Logan. You are super peppy. Well, you know, I try. I do what I can. I do what I can. It's not a lot, but I do what I can. All right, anyway, let's dive right in. Shortcomings. <laughs> let's do that. Let's favorite do part that. of favorite part of the podcast. Let's remember where we're roughly wrong. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I, I wasn't paying attention to shortcomings this week, so. Well, the shortcoming was I'm preaching, and you, my wife, are in the back laughing things up, and I'm trying to figure out what I said wrong. Mm. Mm. And instead, she was just sharing a story. That's true. A Sabbath story. That's true. Well, and, and it started because I noticed because you you said something and and uh, there was a there was a I was behind everybody in the crowd, right? So I got to see a, a crowd reaction in which a a a wife gave not just an elbow, it was more like a shoulder check <laughs> <laughs> into into a spouse. Uh, Did you hear that? At one? at some point in the sermon. There was a apparently a point that needed to be made with a shoulder <laughs> check. Wow. Uh, so, Holy Spirit working through my shoulder, through your shoulder. Yep. <laughs> Did you feel that Holy Spirit nudge? It was there. <laughs> oh my god! That was it right there. <laughs> uh, so that 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 started it, and then then you told your story about uh, about washing pots and pans because your kitchen exploded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and then Christy leans over to me and says, uh, he was washing, he was scrubbing so loud that they had to rewind and pause or rewind and pause for 10 minutes or turn on the, uh, closed caption, closed caption. Yeah. Yeah. There was one pan, uh, someone had, uh, taken the, uh, cast iron pan and they had, caked on layers and layers and layers and I'm going okay so I need to clean up the kitchen and I didn't need that pan I just needed it out of the way I just needed the kitchen clean it was was like the last thing that I was on and I what I had started the I'd fired up a a burner and and thrown the sausage in there and I knew it'd take me just a few minutes for it to heat up it's it's kind of takes a little bit for those pans to heat up. And, and so I'm like, okay, in the, in the meantime, I could clean on this. And I, I grabbed the Brillo pad and nothing. It, it's doing nothing. And so I grabbed the one metal spatula that we have. Mm-hmm. And I start scraping and I am applying as much pressure as a person can apply. And I figure it's going to take like three solid swipes and you know, usually that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Sure, you guys just <laughs> right like that, just grind it all off. It was an awful sound in my ear. It <laughs> it was dozens and dozens <laughs> and dozens, and and I'm really irritated at the pan at this point. Mm. And, it's just at the pan, and I'm trying to get this done before the sausage starts. Mm-hmm cooking 
And so I'm into it. Like there's no, like no I turning don't want, back. I don't want to soak this in, in water. It's it's a cast, cast iron, iron pan. You're not supposed to do that. Yep. Don't want to do that. And so I'm like, we're we're doing this, and, and we're doing this now. And unfortunately, our house is shaped in such a way that uh, the sound goes up. It bounces across the dining room into the living room and then comes down and seems to gain traction as it does it. <laughs> Can confirm. And so a little noise in the kitchen is a ginormous noise in the in the family room. And it was, yeah, I'm sure it was loud. Christy never said anything to me. I'm glad she was laughing about it on Sunday. Well, and that that was the that was the funniest part of that was I um and that's why I kept laughing because it, it's initial <laughs> like oh yeah you you went and did this but then like yeah I know that kind of kind of messed up your Sabbath either way uh, <laughs> like minimally like if your Sabbath was ruined because you had to turn on the closed captioning then. Let's try again. Uh, In seven days, you can try again. <laughs> let's 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 reevaluate. But uh, but then I'm thinking about it like, oh, this is like a comedy of because yeah, there was that initial probably where you didn't want to be cleaning the kitchen. You're like, ah, why do I have to do this? Right, right, right. Um, which you 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 expressed, and then I'm thinking, oh, so this is going to sound like, and I, 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 I didn't know the, the end of this, that you had a cast iron pan. So I'm just imagining you like cleaning all of the pots and pans. I'm like, Oh, he's just like frustrated by that, but it's going to come across as I am passive aggressively cleaning all of these dishes right now. <laughs> like, well, and by the time so I, in my mind, that's what's going on as he's telling this story. And by the time I'm, I'm really kind of over the fact that I'm cleaning that like, okay, yeah, it's just dishes. Don't worry about it. It's just dinner. Don't worry about it. Yep. By the time I'm over that and like I'm past that, now I've got this pan this pan the sabbath ruining pan <laughs> and i can't like there's no like it's kind of like if if i like stopping just means it's i have to do it later you know like it's it doesn't sure. get better with time right yep like you know bad news doesn't get better with age right sure uh <laughs> you know same thing like th this was not going to get easier mm -hmm. it, it just had you know so i'm just like power through um and you know my wife when dinner was ready she came in and she hugged me she goes thank you for making dinner and doing the dishes i love everything about this story it's fantastic it's another iteration in the sabbath diaries <laughs> 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 absolutely all right yeah. well we will segue from shortcomings into our first topic here with a little bit this actually comes a little bit from our uh from the sermon it was a, a little bit of a shortcoming not really just like let's just clarify something here um so as I, as I was listening back to the sermon to get thrown up on the podcast uh it was it i realized that when you were talking about our super sabbath yeah. What yeah. I call our super Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Dun, da, da. Right? It uh, it's it, our it, Sabbath on top of the fact that we are Sabbath every week. But exactly. Yeah. But that that didn't quite 
come wasn't across. Necessarily yeah, that that wasn't clear. necessarily super clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, and especially if you just caught that clip of it, I was like, mm-hmm. well, let's talk about this a little bit. So we take a weekly Sabbath, like on sa- on Saturday, I Sabbath. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, you yep. Sabbath, Rob. Each of us. Each of us into it. Like, the, this is just a thing that I do. This is a thing that you do. Uh, I would do it if I... if. In a house with a mouse, in a box with a fox, you know, I, with all the green eggs and hams. I don't know. I don't mm. know. I, I would do it no matter where I am. Sam I, I am. do not like green eggs and hams at Sam. Go yeah. ahead. Wow. But I do like Sabbath, so I'm going to do that uh, no matter where. Um, but this Super Sabbath, we got this from our boy, our, our boy Pete Scazzaro, just just coming at us with all the good ideas of, as a staff, taking a day and a work day once a month and setting that apart for just connection and reflection with God and listening kind of yep. really, really yep. specifically listening is what we've done a lot of this last year. Yeah. It's more um, geared towards our work environment where Sabbath includes, you know, like when I Sabbath, I, my wife and I, we Sabbath, our, our kids are involved in our Sabbath, but the, the super Sabbath, it's, it's an additional Sabbath, but once a month, and and really the the best thing that we could offer our people as pastors is our a, a deep connection to Christ. Mm-hmm. That's the very best thing that we could offer. And and as we we're leading people within the church, always with the intent of following Jesus really, really, really well. And so we've used that Super Sabbath to talk about. Okay, God, where where are we going as a congregation? Where, what are the conversations? So, um, last this last month's Super Sabbath, I spent some time contemplating and and dwelling on uh, future sermons series and and just kind of outlined that. But that but that was based upon just this being in the space of listening to God, and mm-hmm. and so there it, it's not. It's not the same as Sabbath because we're still working. Yeah, it, it's it's very work centric, but it's really just a season. It's a it's a it's a day uh, set apart for um, paying attention and, and to God and his his voice, his leading. But I've included things like delight. I've included things like contemplate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've included things even like like rest when I've, when I've needed. And, and, and each one is, is a little different. You know, it doesn't sure. have to follow a, a particular uh, pattern. I do try to pray for all of our people and all of our groups uh, during that day. Uh, that, so that is something that I have a tendency to include. And then there's typically is a time of, contemplating the, the future and, and just wrestling over different questions I've got that r- relate to the future. And, and sometimes I'm just asking God 50 questions, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but then I do, I, I've learned to add in the other pieces like like delight. And so sometimes, uh, yeah, I'll have a beer. I like, yeah, I'm sure. going to just drink a beer and enjoy it. Yep, Absolutely. Uh, but the, I mean, the kind of at the core of the super Sabbath, even though we're working, it's still, uh, pulling a concept. It's really the stop Mm -hmm. it's there or, or in our, in our definition of Sabbath that we've been using, 
Mm. Uh, it's the the ceasing. Right. It's this, we're going to cease from the normal activity. Right. And so where this last time we, we put it on a Monday, normally our Mondays, which created some chaos later in the week, which we need to reevaluate that next month of to, to plan that a little bit better. Like, oh, hey, all these things that we normally do on Monday that we need to make sure that they still occur. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right. But uh, uh, so, ne- but nevertheless, the uh, uh, this this it's it stops the normal rhythm, and it yep. creates that space where it, it it's not necessarily a physical rest, like you know may- maybe some of us need, but. Uh, but it creates that space in which we can just rest in what God is doing and connect with him deeper in that and kind of just focus our, our efforts on some specific goal or, or whatever the case may be that month. Right. Um, but it is, it is definitely a stopping, which is where we call right. it a super Sabbath. You stop productivity. Yeah, or it, and, and it's just the normal, mm-hmm. just the normal stuff. Um, like, cause we still might even like you, you, you planned out our entire like sermon game plan for next year, essentially. Right. That's pretty productive. That's true. But it is, it is a stopping. It's a cessation from the normal, what that Wednesday or what that Monday would look like. Yeah. And, and I think that, and, and being in that space of worship and celebratory and, and connecting with God and listening to his voice and. And even uh, you know, sometimes I'll I'll listen to or, or pay attention to uh, maybe a sermon you know that someone else preaches or or do a little reading of of a book or you know something along those lines. Being in that space made the planning for a year's worth of sermons. Uh, and this was really fifty thousand foot view. It wasn't like really detailed. It was just kind of. Ah, oh, these are some of the conversations I think would benefit our people. Yep. Uh, these are some conversations I think would be good for us to be having, you know, next year. So I, I think that made that really helpful. And we see Jesus live this out. Mm-hmm. He feeds the he feeds the five thousand, and then he puts his disciples in the boat um, so that they could go flounder while he goes <laughs> and prays. <laughs> um. Did he know that they were going to flounder, that there'd be a storm? I, I, you know, who knows? He knew he needed to go pray. Right. Sure. He knew he needed that, and he modeled that connection time with the Father. And so, yeah, that's uh, that's our super yeah. Sabbath. Well, and, and from a discipleship standpoint, uh, this is a thing that popped into my head here as as we were talking about that. Um it, you said the most important thing from a staff point of view that we can bring to our people or that we can bring to anybody is a deep connection with the father. Right. Right. And it's because everything that we do has to be overflowing and, and coming from that it's generated. It has to be coming from that relationship. Uh, if we're, if we're going to be a disciple making church and you and I are going to be relationally discipling people, um, if you are going to relate relationally disciple somebody, you have to be connected to God. Mm-hmm. If you if you try to relate, if you try to relationally disciple somebody and you're not connected to God, you cannot expect them to become connected to God. Right. 
because you will relationally disciple them into becoming just like you. Yep. And so you have to start with that connection. And that, that applies to you and me as a staff, and that applies to Jen in all that she does, mm-hmm. uh, and that applies to anybody else in our church who's making disciples. It yep. has to start from that mm-hmm. centerpiece, which is why Sabbath, my take, why Sabbath is so important, because that is a huge component of being aligned with God and and getting that relationship with him in a healthy place. Yeah. Well, if you've ever been around the church world, and, and I, I'll, I'll just say this to kind of finish this up, the capstone this a little bit, but if you've ever been in the church world for, for very long, you know that pastors take a sabbatical. Same word, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they do that every... Seven five, years. Seven, ten years. Yeah. And what we're trying to do is bring that into our monthly routine a little bit of that so that, again, we don't get to that seventh year and it's like, okay, I need 40 days. And then after 40 days, I'll be able to <laughs> be yeah. human again or, you know. Like, Absolutely. I, I, I've deconstructed. Now I can start reconstructing. And I could start sensing, like, I've, I've had so many pastors go in that time, like, I wasn't sure if I was coming back. Sure. I, I've had a couple of friends do sabbaticals in the last year. And uh, one, if uh, some learning points that I've drawn from them, it's important to have a plan going mm-hmm. into it. Mm. Uh, you have to plan for your sabbatical, Sabbath, sabbatical, plan for your Sabbath. Um so one, have a plan, but two, it was the ones that maybe uh, they were nearing burnout. The first half of it was just recuperation. Mm-hmm. Right. This is a month long. Like imagine like m- most of us probably have not taken a month long vacation. When was the last time you took a month long vacation, Jen? I mean when I went to Africa on a mission trip was probably the closest. Yeah. Like this, this is not a common thing uh, for people to identify with, but imagine a month long vacation and the first half of that two to three weeks just being exhausted because you're letting all of that catch up with you. Right. And that, that speaks to the the rhythms that we talked about um, with those graphics. Well, and I was I was seeing in you and 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 even within myself, you know, as we talked, you know, months and months and months ago, and going, man, we are nearing burnout, and and I want to make sure that that uh, that we're taking care of 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 you now, and not waiting. You know. Yeah, don't. Yeah, you don't. The if you can do it now, then it's way better than putting the pieces back together later. Yeah, right. yeah. Which uh, I think kind of leans into the four day work week. Uh, why don't you talk about that? Because sure. Uh, so there's there's I may, and maybe you've seen this online. I it's kind of been everywhere the last month or so. I think this dropped maybe a month ago. Might have been more than a month ago. My timeline is is off. Um. But uh, specifically what brought it back up was the uh, Iceland, the entire country of Iceland, apparently. Um, but it was somewhere in their government, I think, is what this boiled down to. Tested a four-day work week. Um, 
And the the long and the short of it was the employees were productive mm-hmm. and happier. And you're like, well, of course they were happier. They're at a three day weekend every day. But the thing was that they were just as productive. Right. Yep. They were just as productive. Um, it would, they called it an overwhelming. I'm reading off of a post article here. They called it an overwhelming success with many workers shifting to shorter hours without affecting their productivity and in some cases improving it. So that's the country of Iceland. Um, so say that again. How many they, they went to less hours? They're working less hours. Less hours and more productive. So they weren't they weren't doing four tens instead of five eights. They were just working yeah. four eights. Yep. Fascinating. So I, I've worked four tens. Sure. And we were like the only squadron in the National Guard in, in, in state of Washington that uh, but we were like one of the few squadrons that was doing this. And it, and it seemed to become a kind of a tipping point where everybody else was mad that we were working four days, that they couldn't just call us. Mm-hmm. And our commander's like, sir, you know, to the general, when have you called me or one of the chiefs and didn't get us? You know, we had blackberries on us. We, you know. Sure. You know. You can, you know how I'm with my phone. Yeah, you can get a hold of you. Yeah, yeah. If if it's not a split second, it's because I'm in the shower. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you got the Apple Watch. Like it's it's pretty tough not to get a hold of you. I mean, I know I know in, in the shower when you call me. I just choose not to. <laughs> we all appreciate that. I just I don't need a, I don't need to risk that accidental face FaceTime. <laughs> oh my God. No, thank you. There is no FaceTime on my watch, but. Uh, I, still, I don't even want to risk it. I still don't want to have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> There's no biscuit that makes it worth it to risk it. Anyway. So the 410s, I'll tell you what, every week, I, I was really tired by the end of the 40, 40 hours. Sure. Mm-hmm. So those were long days. But every weekend was amazing. Personally, I love a long, like a 410 or, I mean, being workaholic, like a 10-hour workday, like that's a normal workday. I like, I love, like, less yeah. than that's weird. But like, give me the long shifts. I'm just going to charge through this puppy and then I'm going to have a big break. Like I, that resonates with my soul, but that's it, not what they were doing in this thing. No, no, they're they're doing four, eight-hour shifts. Yeah. Uh, Involved 2,500 workers, more than 1% of the nation's working population, uh, who moved from 40 hours a week to a 35 or 36-hour work week mm. without a reduction in pay. So they're doing four nines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think would be a difference maker. Uh, so here's here's why this is important to me. You know, We talked about not just being consumers of Sabbath, but purveyors. And the way we uh, are purveyors of Sabbath... One of the ways we are purveyors of Sabbath is how we choose to use people or or not use. I, I, that's not quite the um, how we utilize how we utilize people. How 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 much we ask people to volunteer within the church. Like like are we limiting that to a select few? Or, or are we opening that wide open so a lot of people serve some and no one serves 
all the dang time. Yep. So so thinking in terms of people's schedule, thinking in terms of what they've already got on their plate. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer, for who's on this podcast, like there's been times where like, nope, we're not gonna let you take a piece of this. You don't mm-hmm. get to volunteer more, Jen. Stop it. But there's things Stop I it. want to do. Stop it. <laughs> and and so sometimes that's you guys just don't want to pay me. <laughs> you volunteer anymore, you can go on staff. <laughs> so that's uh, not <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not Some, even gonna go there. So, so t- sometimes <laughs> it, it's been about, uh, you know what? I think we've we're asking enough of her with the things that she's taking on right now. Other times it's, and we're not asking enough of these folks over here. And if we don't ever do that, mm-hmm. they'll never pick up the some of the pieces. So, right. yeah. So, but that's a good point. So that's with our volunteers. I think it's really important for the church to be thinking about how much is this person already doing and what are we asking them to do in addition to that? And does that make sense? Are they going to be able to Sabbath? But then from a employee standpoint, like I can't say, man, Logan, you seem exhausted all the time. How's your Sabbath going? And you're thinking, dude, you added 14 projects on me last week. And I said, I didn't think I could get to them. And you're like, do it, it anyway. Out. You know, Tuck your skirt in, rub some dirt in it, get her done. And so, you know, sometimes we have to say (laughs) what we're doing is enough. Yep. Yep. It's roughly right. That's, that's going to have to be all right for a season. Yep. You know, or maybe we need to just buy the right tool so that you, it's easier. Sure. It gets done quicker, you know, and, and and so that we, I mean, notoriously, nonprofits overwork their people mm-hmm. and underappreciate them, and I don't want to be that kind of an organization. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, for anybody listening that runs a business, that everything's pointing towards if you run your business in a manner that doesn't overwork your people, it actually benefits you. Microsoft Japan. Just did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this last summer, workers of Microsoft Japan enjoyed an enviable perk, working four days a week instead of uh, enjoying a three-day weekend and getting their normal five-day paycheck. The result, the company got a productivity boost of 40%. Yeah. Wow. So, one, uh, their electricity costs lowered because they, were all, they weren't running for one day or whatever. Fell yep. by 23%. Yep. Uh, they printed nearly 60% fewer pages uh, when the, as its workers took off five Fridays in August or whatever. Um, they're going to do it again as another trial in this winter because it was successful. Uh, because of the shorter work week, the company... See, and this is, this is the other shift that occurs with that, was they uh, put their meetings on a diet. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it slashed... Standard duration for a meeting was slashed from 60 minutes to 30 minutes. Uh, and they capped the standard attendance at those sessions at five employees so that you didn't have, and, and this is when you got a bigger company, right? You got employees from each group or unit or whatever, and you're bringing probably multiple people. Well, this forced it to be streamlined 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're you bring not 40 taking... people into a meeting and good luck doing that in 30 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't. Or, or everyone's just sitting there. It's a seminar, but you cap it at these smaller ones. And so they did that. Um, huge success there. And th- this is, I mean, th- it's not like these are the only two. Like this has been, this has been a conversation for a while, and all of the data is pointing pretty much towards this being mm-hmm. a yeah. positive. Yeah. So it, that. That line of thinking takes me back to when when God tells Israel, you need to make sure that Sabbath is available to the people that are your servants. Yep. Because you were once a slave. And I think all of us have been that employee where we went, come on, boss. You, you, you're not thinking, you, you're not being congruent here. you you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If we've ever been in that situation, if we're going to treat people in a in a manner that's not congruent, that, you know. Sure. Like, if we didn't learn those lessons in order to be purveyors of Sabbath, as it were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, then we missed. Yep. Yeah, so that's... Uh, and I, I think that ties... I mentioned it a little bit the week before... Uh, and this is uh, you've you've talked about this concept before of this resting when you're we end up resting when we should be working and working when we should be resting. Right. Uh, and I was thinking about this forty or this four hour or four day work week. Right. Um. I think work is a little bit like or busyness. I'm not going to say work. I'm going to say busyness, really, because we're addicted to busyness. And if you have a space, imagine with me. Um, a liquid, right? If you or or a gas, if you remember, yeah, better, better yet. Think back to physical science where you have a gas, a liquid, and a solid, right? Mm-hmm. And a gas, when you put a gas into a container, what will it do? It'll expand to the container. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It fills the container. And so if we think about our work, our busyness as a gas, if you take your uh if you take your uh, week and you think of it as a container and you say, for me, like when I do my rule of life, it's like, I have all these things that I need to get done. That's my gas. Here's the container that I'm going to put it in. And I put all of that stuff into this container and the container is six days long. It's got to fit into those six days. Yep. It'll fit into those six days. The question is how much pressure will it be under? Right. And if I can sustain that pressure. Yep. And if not, then I have to say I got to remove some gas that's too much. I need to reduce the pressure because it's maybe it's a volatile gas. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this analogy. This analogy is so good. <laughs> I'm using this forever more. You guys were here when this was created. It's fantastic. Uh, but uh, maybe like it's just a, we got crazy things going on you that are just em- bring it back up emotionally draining or something. For week five, like this is oh, this be- is coming back absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but like the. the You've you've got volatile things, right? So the gas is volatile. It's le- it the pressure is higher mm-hmm. versus maybe it's just an inert like it's just run of the mill whatever stuff. I can fit a lot of gas in there, right? But it's got to fit into six days. But if I give it seven days, you bet your bottom dollar it's going to take up all seven days, and you'd be like, "Well, I didn't have any time to rest." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a hundred percent. Like that's right there. When you you limit that, and because all of that extra space in there where you're wasting time on whatever, breathing, seems like a waste of time. Uh, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
bathroom breaks. Well, solitaire. But solitaire. But there are things that we do that that uh, back to that back to the meetings. Sure. Yo. Oh, we have to have hour long meetings. Really? Do you, Do you have to? I, I think most of us that sit in meetings, even if we end up doing this when we run a meeting, probably understand that a lot of time is wasted in meetings. Yeah. Just because, well, the it's going to take, component. yeah, the relational component or, or we're just, because we know that we have a billion days that we, well, we got to, we got to work for seven days. Mm-hmm. Well, and but but also there are, what sixty five thousand pages less pages were printed. Uh, it was sixty percent. Sixty percent of the page. Sixty percent less printing. Print, okay. For for whatever reason, that printing didn't need to happen. It was redundant. But people thought it did because they'd never questioned, "Do I need to do this? Yep. Is this actually helping me get this done?" Mm-hmm. And and so if you if you and, and by taking like a, a super Sabbath, mm-hmm. if you'll step back and really look and go, is this even helping? Mm-hmm. Sure. Are we doing the kinds of things that we need to do? Are, are the kinds of things that we're doing actually producing the result that we want? 100%. And, and so when, when you ask the question, well, what would it take for us to work 36 hours instead of 40 hours? Well, I would get rid of this, I'd get rid of that, get rid of these three things. We need six people at the meeting, not not 40. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's try that. Sure. And that's and why that's why we keep saying, you know, from a, we're saying experiment yeah. with your Sabbath. This is a, absolutely, try, try what works. The other, the other aspect is because you're coming in off of, like you talked about this with your 410s, you come in off that weekend. That was a great weekend. You're energized. You're refreshed. You've had your rest. You've got. You don't have other things that are out because you had your Friday off. So now, right mm-hmm. uh, from a four day work week, like you could schedule your doctor's appointments on Friday or you know whatever other outside yep. stuff. You've got everything compartmentalized enough that that's not encroaching on your work. So when you get down to business, you can be more productive. Yep. And it doesn't. It doesn't take as long because you're working smarter. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's an and and you're rested. Like the rest is an important aspect of this. Productivity yeah. decreases when you are exhausted. It's just yeah. the way it works. Yeah. So there you go. It's not it's it's not just the it's not just the pastors yelling this. Mm-mm. It's a secular thing too. Yeah. Rest well, is important. Man, did, was I yelling Sunday? No. Good. No. Good. 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 I didn't think so. I had uh, headphones on. I didn't feel like you were going. <laughs> Although maybe I just turned it down and didn't even notice. Oh, that was muted. You, uh, you were just hearing him through the door. Right. Reminds me of the Jarja Clay song. Head, you know, I got the headphones I got my on. Headphones. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> got my headphones on. <laughs> don't want to uh, listen to Rob Preach. Got my headphones on. Accurate. Uh, yeah, so Mark Buchanan, he... Uh, He's got a book out called The Rest of God and uh, Restoring Your Soul by Restoring Sabbath is uh, is a subtitle. Was and, his first and he's book talk- called Part of God? What's that? Was his first book called Part of God? The- <laughs> oh, got him! 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, you. Idiot. Yeah, you saw it. Rob stepped in it. That was beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, me. Oh, day made. Carry on. All right. Mark Buchanan quote. So uh, the rest of God. <laughs> now I'm never going to look at it any other way. Than I'm going to get the rest of this quote out. Uh, but he's talking about um, in this chapter, uh, it's time uh, stopping to see God's bigness. Uh, he talked about a time where, where he got so exhausted that he was just, he was going along, going along, and he just, he f- literally fell on the ground and just fell asleep and, and slept for like, you know, 20 hours. Just went narcoleptic. Wow. And I think his, uh, I think it was his, you know, secretary that came in and was like, are you all right? <laughs> but, um, he says this about Sabbath because he's, he says if you don't rest, if you don't, if you don't sleep, eventually your body will just shut down. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's and then can confirm. And so, but he says Sabbath is different. He goes the the tricky thing about Sabbath though is it's a form of rest unlike sleep. Sleep is so needed that defied too long, our bodies inevitably, even violently force the issue. Sleep eventually waylays all fugitives. It catches you and has its way with you. Sabbath won't do that. Resisted, it backs off. Mm. Spurned, it flees. Mm. It's easy to skirt or defy Sabbath, to manufacture cheap substitutes in its place, and to do all that initially without noticeably uh, without noticeable damage, and sometimes briefly with admirable results. Oh, oh, oh. Mm, that's so good. Yeah, oh, that's a baller quote. Yeah, so Ooh. so you you could avoid s- sleep for only so long. Sabbath, Sabbath. You can ignore it. Mm-hmm. You can ignore it. And and. and yeah, his that it it goes away. Mm, oh, oh, I love that. I mean, it's a muscle. Sabbath is a muscle, right? Right. I I think I I used that and I might have said that last or a week ago. Um, like if you you have to practice, you have to learn how to Sabbath. You have to build this up and build the habit, right? It, yeah, it, it's an awkward dance to start. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh. It's Bambi walking on new legs. It's yeah. unfamiliar. And so and, and that makes sense. Like if you don't feed that, if you aren't practicing Sabbath, if you aren't deciding that you want to put the effort into learning that skill. It's, it's really like any other spiritual skill. Yeah. Like a prayer. I mean, think about the, the first hundred times that you prayed in, in public, maybe... It, within a group of people, a group of your peers, and and you probably spent a bunch of time thinking about every word and then wished after you got done praying that you had changed a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I still do that. 
<laughs> How many times did I say just? Uh. <laughs> Lord, just do this. Just, just. just How many that. times did I say God, Father, Lord? Uh, that is not conversational at all. Every worship pastor meme just nailing me to the wall. <laughs> yeah, Sabbath is a muscle that you have to utilize. That and you if you to... don't, it's going to shrink and go away, and it, you'll never know. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's good. And and it even seems maybe like it produces like the avoid Sabbath may seem like you you're doing well without it. Mm-hmm. You're not. Mm. That's the, good stuff. The temptation. Yeah. That's good stuff. It's a house of cards. Fantastic. Yeah. It's really good. Is so that was by Mark Buchanan, you said, just in case people wanted to pick up the yep. book. Is he the same one who wrote Circle Makers? No. N- nope. Different guy. Okay. That's Mark it's something. Batterson. Batterson. Mm. Mark M- one and Mark two. Mark Mark Batterson, yeah, uh, has a tendency to write more on prayer. That's hmm. true. Okay, I, I don't know if I've seen anything on him for. There's well, he's written a number of books, but uh, the ones that have been recommended to me, uh, the Whisper <laughs> of God and right. and uh, the Circle Makers are more on prayer. Yeah. All right. Well, just to wrap her up here real quick, I've got. Uh, a concept that I think we can wrestle with here real quick. Okay. I think that there is a correlation between a person's inability to rest and a person's inability to stop. So we've we've talked two weeks now. We first first week we talked about stopping mm-hmm. and how it's necessary to stop, and now we've talked about resting. We've talked about how for Sabbath resting is important. Right. And I think that there's a, at least a cause, you know, like a, if you can't stop, if you have an inability to stop, it will lead to an inability to rest. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and this might circle back around to our gas container thing, but that inability to stop, like, and, and I speak from experience here, like I, stopping is hard for me. I have to fill it with things to do. Uh, and, and and Marty said in that video, right, like, even if it's not work, I'm going to fill it with things to do. Right. Mm. So occasionally for a Sabbath, I just have to stop and do nothing. Right. Like, And, and he talked about this uh, <clears throat> a little bit. He alluded to it. The mentor challenged him to, you know, just create silence, create silent space. Um, I got challenged to do that back in college and I, I I went out and did that one day um at Spring Valley Reservoir and I didn't have my watch on, didn't have my phone. I did take my fishing pole and I just sat there. I threw it out there and I did a bobber, which is the most boring way to fish ever. <laughs> <laughs> didn't catch a thing. Cast it a couple times. But I sat there and and the idea was to sit there until until my brain stopped working like and stopped coming up with conversations that I wanted to play out 
that I, until I had found just kind of silence, right? Mm. Which some of you, I just described this and it terrified you, right? Like the idea of sitting there silently until your brain stops working makes your brain like tweak and spark and short out, right? Like I, I've I've met people like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people that might sound beautiful. Um, well, when we can't sleep, sometimes it's because our brain won't stop. Like yep. for me, I I really run into that. But every so often, my brain will just be trying to calculate something, try to resolve something. Sometimes I think I'll read before bed, and that will help me to sleep. But other times the book introduces a new calculation for me to solve. (laughs) New thoughts. And you're like, oh, crap. (laughs) That didn't help. And so, you know, if if your stopping looks like a California stop. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. A rolling, you know, uh, quote, unquote, a rolling stop. Yep. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about this after we recorded last week's podcast because we were talking about stopping and, like, the beginning of the pandemic when everybody was stopping and having to stay home and all of that stuff, like the numbers for like the suicide hotline skyrocketed. Sure. Because people weren't used to stopping and resting and being alone with their thoughts. Like, Mm. and how different would that be if people Sabbath and had to sit and stop and, Instead of building it up for 20, it creates 30. that it creates that uncomfortable space mm-hmm. when you stop. And I think in the reverse order, if you have an inability to rest, it will lead to an inability to stop, possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if I can't rest, then when I stop, it's gonna be torture. Right. It will be hell. Yeah. This is me, uh, the inability to rest. This is me back with the Lord of the Rings marathon Mm. where I said, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm forcing myself to stop and do something that I should delight in. And I'm sitting there and I'm not enjoying the first 12 hours of this. And I'm telling myself, which Rob's like, yeah, I wouldn't enjoy that anyway. But, uh, But no, well, no, No, you you enjoy Lord of the Rings. No, we we do do back to back to back to back. Absolutely. Yeah. Do, but do you I've enjoy the included, Hobbit? I've never included the Hobbit. Um, yeah, you know, that, that's a whole other level of masochism. Uh. <laughs> but I think we did. Did we do that this last year? We tried. We tried. Okay. And I think it got interrupted by the kids somehow. It, I mean, that's a, that's a long time to do. I mean, I, I don't know if I would do that whole thing again. But I needed something drastic to kind of snap me there. But it was the in it like I'm sitting there and I'm thinking at 3 a.m. I need to be working. And that is me having an inability to rest. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was spiritual? Uh, spiritual, like the in, in what way? Well, I, I'm just thinking in terms of I don't imagine the electrons inside of inside of you, the the chemical reactions inside of you are going, we need to do more. Oh, sure. Like I, I will sense that like, that's the, you know, spiritual enemy going, 
It's not enough. Not it's not enough. enough. Not it's not enough. enough. You yeah. need to do better. Do better. Do better. Absolutely. Yeah, don't 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 enjoy the Sabbath. Uh huh. Work harder. Don't yep. enjoy this. You don't deserve the. De- to. Yep. So a couple of weeks ago, I I had a, a kind of a similar moment, and actually Sabbath really well. And then as soon as I I, I watched a couple episodes of. Uh, the chosen and you know, I'm just like, okay, now I'm ready to go to sleep. And as soon as I laid down, my brain started processing on all these different problems. Mm. And finally I'm like, Lord, I can't solve any of these tonight. I give them to you. And then I was able to rest. But you know, it, it took me an hour to before I ever prayed that. And there's been times where I've had to just go, Lord, ugh, I feel oppressed in some way, shape, or form. Like if this feels spiritual, feels sure. like the enemy's, you know, chatting at me, and I'm, you know, trying to decide if I'm going to believe him or not. Um, seems pretty plausible the kinds of things he's saying. He's, you know, I, there's plenty. Of, Plenty to accuse me of, so go, you know, <laughs> pick your Take poison. Take your pick. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just, I just curious if, if, if that felt spiritual to you or, you know, that was a hot minute ago. So <laughs> I, 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 I don't know for sure if, if it was. Uh, look, thinking back on it, I don't have a, a distinct mm. memory of that. Um, but. It's just so weird. Like it makes 3 sense. <laughs> well, and it, it's that's just like I, I had the sermon coming up, and you know, I, I oftentimes like I, I don't I'm a perfectionist, so it's never it's never good enough. Mm. Right? It's never done. Um, yeah. The creative process for me that that understanding when Michelangelo is done chipping on David, yeah. like I probably could have I would have chipped too much. Uh, his hands would have been not the oversized hands that he has that look fantastic. They would have been tiny hands. Um, so that would have been a thing. Insert your Trump meme here. <laughs> Insert Trump <laughs> meme here. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it, uh, but the, like that 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 part for me is difficult. And so it's the oh yeah no and and I remembered I was kicking off Genesis, which like oh and that was still relatively early. Like that was a whole year and a half ago. Yeah, no, like, that was not you, a lot of you were just trying. I don't even think you and I had talked about it yet. No, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think we had. You, and that was the that was the first one. I had just started the emotionally healthy leader book and digging into it, and I was like. <laughs> All right, I I, I got to do this. He, he'd come to he'd come to our staff meeting. And goes, this book is kicking my butt. <laughs> yep. Well, and I, and I remember I got to. And he was still reading it. That was like I'm going. I got to read this book. <laughs> well, and I, I remember I came to your door after one of the chapters. Like, you need to read this. Yeah. Because we're 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 gonna do this. Like we're gonna. I can't and I can't remember what concept from it we we're yeah. it was, but it was like we're we're doing this. There was a number of conversations like that, but. Yeah, so that was that was, but I I think that that inability to rest is a uh, that's absolutely what's going on there. So yeah, and I think the two of them probably feed each other. Mm-hmm. Yep, probably those two more than the other two concepts that we'll talk yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, I think the the next two kind of stack on top, 
mm-hmm. more. Uh, and these two are more foundational. Yeah. I think, yeah, these two are the ones that people probably think this makes up 99% of Sabbath. And mm-hmm. and I hope I don't really have to do that. That's why we, <laughs> that's why we try to balance the conversation. Like there's... Sure. There are a lot of pieces that could be added to this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But these are definitely foundational. So. Yes, sir. If you find, I think the takeaway from that is if you find yourself with an inability to rest, you might look at your, is, is there, how are you doing with the stopping portion? Right. Or, and vice versa, if you have an inability to stop, what's stopping you from resting? Mm-hmm. Uh might be something to wrestle with as you are figuring out how to do a little bit of Sabbath in your life. So there you go. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll be back at it again next week. Talking about delighting. Delightful. It'll be a delightful conversation. Yeah. Looking forward to or it. Or a really dark conversation. I mean. Because it'll be delighted. Oh. Oh. oh, we'll see you next week on Footnotes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Footnotes on the Mission Ridge podcast. For more information about Mission Ridge, please visit our website at missionridge.church. Thanks for tuning in. We hope the rest of your week is straight up hashtag blessed and that you'll join us again next week for more Footnotes.